Hello and welcome back to Strategic Investor Radio here on octalkradio.net where we bring you investment strategies you are not hearing elsewhere. Again, we're here at the ADISA conference in March 2016 in San Diego and I'm sitting here with Bill Paso of Pasco Companies LLC out of Irvine, California. Bill, welcome to Strategic Investor Radio. Thanks, Charlie. It's uh, good to be here. So, Bill, uh, what uh, tell us, you've been in real estate business for 40 one years. You've got uh, five offices. You guys manage 12,000 plus units in multifamily. You've been involved in retail heavily. You've been involved in techs uh, before. You're currently doing DSTs uh, through the 1031 marketplace as well as other LLC investments. What have you learned in your 41 plus years in uh, the real estate industry? <laughs> Buy low, sell high. No. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> It's a, it's a business that requires courage and patience. Courage and patience. Um, I've been through six recessions. I'm hoping this is my sixth recovery. And uh, the product type, you need to be flexible. Uh, we've done, as you mentioned, we've done retail. We've done uh, multifamily. I've done office. I've done every kind of project. Because if you keep your finger on the pulse, you'll figure out where is the best opportunity. We were able to buy retail at 10 cap rates back in the early 2000s. Uh, and then we've seen cap rate compression over the years to where now w when we buy multifamily, we're looking at somewhere in, in the five and a half, five, six percent range in places other than California. Okay, so uh, when did you guys get in multifamily? And obviously it was good timing and it was uh, a good time to get in. Um, and how is that working? We made the decision to sell most of our retail in 2004 and then begin to buy high-quality Class A multifamily, thinking that if there was another downturn in the market, which it seems like there always is, uh, we thought that uh, multifamily of the A quality would be the last to get hurt and the first to come back. And that strategy has played very well for us uh, as we've, from 2004 until now, we've amassed a portfolio of a little over 12,000 units, and we probably have sold another 1,500 to 2,000 units on the projects as the loans came due, and it was ripe, uh, ripe to sell them and give the investors a profit. So uh, multifamily has been strong for several years. Do you see that continuing to be strong, or are you always looking for other avenues? I think it will continue to be strong because uh, our federal government changed its policy from uh, what I think was contributing to the uh, uh, capital markets crash uh, as a result of the CMBS loans that didn't do well. The government's policy at that time was every American should be able to own their own home. They've realized now the, the fallacy of that theory, and now they think every American should have a place to live. And the result of that has been uh, an increase in uh, interest in multifamily. Millennials now would rather live in a, in a complex that provides a lifestyle that they can't afford in a home that they would buy. Uh, and as these young people continue to uh, uh, move into these types of uh, newer, highly amenitized projects, I think uh, you'll see continued high occupancies. Uh, seniors are selling their houses and moving into lifestyle type of uh, facilities, uh, multifamily. So to me, I think the multifamily market is strong, and that's why the cap rates are so low. Uh, and I think it'll continue that way for a while. Uh, so, Bill... Uh and real estate has always been interest rate driven, and we've had several years here of interest rates being very, very low, being almost zero today. 
uh, interest rates are going to rise. We don't know how soon, how fast, how far, but they are going to rise. How do you see that impacting the real estate marketplace moving forward? Well, interest, real estate is a very interest rate sensitive business, and uh, it's no, there's no one can argue that if interest rates go up, then prices have to come down. Sooner or later, that has to happen. Now, it doesn't always happen in tandem. There's always a lag time. You know, the sellers don't quite get the idea that if interest rates went up today, that my price should come down today. It's, uh, let me hang in there and see what I can get, and then finally someday they'll make the decision that, okay, I better sell at this price. Um, do I see rapid rise in interest rates? No, I think the Fed is being very cautious. One of the concerns I have is that if you put money in the bank, they're talking about negative interest rates where you're going to have to pay the bank to hold your money for you. And I think in 60% of the world's uh, countries now, that's already the case. That's scary. So, um, you know, when you look at buying a real estate project and all of a sudden, in, in the old days, we used to be able to give 10%, 8% returns to investors. Now we're looking at fives, five and a half. Pretty soon it may drop lower than that. If interest rates go up and prices don't reflect it fast enough, you may go down to four and a half. But if you measure four and a half against a minus 25 basis points, <laughs> it seems pretty good. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, Bill, I would think that money would be flowing to real estate projects right now because the yields on uh, fixed income investments are so low. And investors, especially older investors, they, can, they get nothing from saving, okay, from CDs, etc., literally nothing. And uh, bonds are paying very, very little. And so advisors and other financial reps and investors are looking for yield. And often real estate has been a place to look. Uh, do you see that continuing to move forward? And... Do you see, has there been a large influx of money flowing into the real estate industry from your standpoint? Uh, and are people coming to you with money all the time saying, hey, invest this for me? Uh, the answer is yes, there is a lot of money chasing real estate. Uh, for the first time ever, we have actually had uh, foreign investors come to us and have bought properties that we uh, have found for them, that we uh, asset manage and property manage for them. Uh, that's separate from our business uh, that we do through the Adisa uh, Avenue. With the Adisa Avenue, last year was the largest fundraising year we have had in our 18-year history. Uh, and this year is already 50% above that. So yes, money is chasing real estate because it offers a yield. But you have to be really careful when you're buying. It makes a difference if you make assumptions that you really can live up to as opposed to making assumptions that uh, are, are done in order to reach the target as opposed to done in order to show what the property will do. Unfortunately, we have seen that too much in the past. Well, and in 41 years, and, and uh, as you say, uh, six recessions, uh, you've seen uh, more than your share. So, Bill, uh, parting words for our uh, listeners who are interested in real estate investing here. You have to decide, do you want to own it yourself or do you want to put your money in a pool with other investors? And if you do, there's many vehicles, there's many companies that you can do it as an LLC, you can do it as a limited partnership. I've seen REITs, although they seem to be um, maybe not as much in favor right at the moment. 
Um, you can do it through BDCs that are making loans to people who are doing real estate transactions. Uh, you can do it as a tenant in common. With our business, we started in tenant in commons, and then we did the move to the Delaware Statutory Trust. That vehicle is used in order to allow people to do a 1031 exchange, defer their taxes, get a cash flow, preserve their capital, and not have to be involved in management. So those are all the vehicles, uh, and I would say that anyone interested in real estate should take a look at those. Bill, thank you very much. Again, we've been talking with Bill Paso of Pasco Companies, LLC, here in Irvine, California. And you're listening to Strategic Investor Radio on octalkradio.net. And we'll be right back here at the Adisa Conference in San Diego. <laughs> 